Blog Talk Radio. Turn the mic on. All right. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. We got to get this thing going. This is such a big deal. We're doing a live broadcast. We're doing a live podcast. So welcome, everybody. Welcome. Today is a really, really big deal because we've got Debbie Wayne. She's probably blushing if she's listening to this. We've got Debbie Wayne Sosby with us today. She has agreed to do an interview so if y'all got questions for Debbie Wayne, please go ahead here over over here on the live broadcast, uh, the the live Facebook broadcast. Go on and start asking questions. You're gonna want to ask her questions. This sis, I mean, get a load of this, everybody. She is down. Sis is down more than 80 pounds. But the bigger deal is, I know that Debbie has forged tremendous habits that are going to go with her forever because she did everything right. I mean, she has earned her Shibboleth Master Badge. Let me pull that up. Let me tell you what it takes to earn the Shibboleth Master Badge. By the way, there's only ever been two other Shibboleth Masters. One's me. I give myself a badge. I figured I'd earned it after 17 years. And the other was Angela Cooper, once upon a time famed and legendary mentor who had kept journals for over a year. But listen to what Debbie did as as the first person to earn it without somebody just giving it to her. Here's what she did. She had to journal. Y'all know what the journal component is? It's that not only that you journal on paper, but you journal on the website so that, that the website can pick up on whether you're journaling or not. 365 days in a row of journaling on the website. She had to at least walk 1,000 miles. She had to drink 108, what is, 180 gallons of water. She had to, rec- listen, check it out. She had to, at a minimum of, drink. she had to drink 180 gallons of water in a year and record it she could not have more than 72 holidays in one year six holidays a month six holidays a month time 12 months 72 she had to do at least 36 
meal, challenge meal plans correctly to earn her Shibboleth Master Badge. She did it. Joanne's asking a good question. Cindy Walters, you'd have to talk to Cindy. <laughs> now, Cindy may have journaled 365 days. That's right, Cindy down 180 pounds. But remember, here's all of the criteria. You had not only to journal 365 days, Joanne, you had to get in your 1,000 walking miles. You had to drink all of your water and record it. No more than 72 holidays. You had to do 36 challenge meal plans. There's a lot more criteria there than even just journaling. I mean, this sis knocked a home run, and she earned her Shibboleth Master Badge, and I'm about to call her. <laughs> I'm ready to call her. Y'all ready to call her? Make sure that you ask questions. I'm going to try to call her. Let me give y'all some music while I, die, while I dial her number. When I wake up, well, I know I'm going to be. I'm going to be the man who wakes up next to you. When I go out, well, I know I'm going to be. I'm going to be the man who goes along with you. If I get drunk, well, I know I'm going to be. I'm going to be the man who gets drunk next to you. And if I have a, yeah, I know I'm going to be. I'm going to be the man who's ever ready to you. But I won't walk. I'm doing a challenge right now. I gotta get 500 miles in. Here we go. Dialing her now. I'm so excited. I hope she answers. I hope this works. Please work. It's dialing. It's dialing. Hello. Can I speak to Debbie? This is she. Debbie, this is Travis. I've got How you doing? I've got you live on Facebook and live on a podcast. I am so thrilled with myself that this all worked out. Wonderful. <laughs> no, no, no. First of all, let me say this. We're so happy that you've agreed to do this because I, you know, you know, you've, if you've been around this long, you know I goof off a lot. But nothing matters more to me than finding ways to reach the unreachable. And there's Mm -hmm. people out there Mm -hmm. that are really, they're hurting. They don't believe that they can do this. And when they're hearing from me, oh, certainly they think, well, you know, he's just, you know, he's trying to run a business or whatever. It's so important to me that they get different perspectives. And you've agreed to do this, and I really, really appreciate it. So, Say hey to everybody. You got lots of people watching. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Can y'all hear Debbie? Joanne says she hears pretty good. All right. They might even Wonderful. ask some questions. So get ready. I've got a list of questions, but you know I've never done good with a script. So mm-hmm. let let me just ask you this first off. How in the world does it feel to be 80 pounds down? And I want to say this before you answer. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They don't have your mm-hmm. pictures right now to look at, but I was looking before this show, 
at some of your pictures, and I am not trying to offend you. You're a beautiful lady. But <laughs> you have taken 20 years off. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. that people have had to tell you that. You look 20 years younger. How does it feel to be rid of 80, more than is it 82? 81. 81 pounds. How in the world does it feel to be rid of 81 pounds? Well, it feels pretty awesome, I have to say. <laughs> Not only just, you know, being happier, but just, you know, proud of myself that I could do something. And um, like you say, I do feel younger. I finally feel like my body caught up with my spirit. Oh, I love that. Just, I want to repeat that. You feel like your body has finally caught up with your spirit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's great. That's great. I mean... You're looking pretty darn hot. <laughs> you, you well, did, you know you said our goals to look good naked. I'm working on that. <laughs> well, I, I know this. You look really, really hot. In doubt. I mean, you look good. I can't believe those are your before pictures. It almost, oh, I know. you know, if I, didn't know if, I, if I didn't know better, I would think that your before pictures had Photoshop, Photoshop work done because you you really do. You look amazing. Now, has this always been a problem or is this something that happened to you i mean putting on the weight happened later in life early in life tell us about that what what happened that caused you to gain that type of weight i think it's just a combination of things i i really started putting on weight later in life after uh, i had my kids um my youngest is 20 years old now so over uh that time frame i just got busy living my life for them you know, school activities, running here and there, you know, really not taking care of myself. And um, right. I, it it just, it's easy to happen that way. Life and, gets uh, in the way. It does. And, uh, you know, I just kind of let myself go, and the, the weight just kept getting added on and added on, you know, and um, it eventually I was getting to where I was just miserable. So, you know, something had to be done. So you got sick and tired of being sick and tired. I did. You know, your clothes get bigger and you feel miserable. Nothing feels good. You know, you see yourself in pictures and things and you really start saying, well, you know, that really don't look like me. So it's time for a change. Yes, yes. And, you know, do you agree with this statement? One of the things I find, and I would say more especially with women, is mm-hmm. that our society, our culture, whatnot, the way we're raised, when you have children, your priority becomes those children. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like, what? what? This is, I mean, of course, Travis, but wait. I mean, your priority <laughs> so becomes those children that you almost feel guilty if you take time to take care of yourself. Because mm-hmm. you can't get, mm-hmm. none of us can get everything we need to get done with in a day. So something's going to get tossed to the side. And for women, for mothers, it's usually their health and their well-being that has to go. Because you would feel guilty if you took care of yourself and made the kids wash their own clothes or something. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I do. I do. And it's so easy to do because... Um 
you know, you want them, their school, their activities, you're running here and there, and, you know, you you try to do everything you can for them. Um, You you do. You get put put on the back burner. Mm -hmm. And I want to just say, I don't know how you feel about this after losing the weight, but I think that's wrong. And I tell people it's wrong Mm -hmm. all the time Mm -hmm. because if you don't take care of yourself first, you really – can't do your best by those that you love no you've got and, and i really it came to me in one of our uh, classes that uh we were doing and we were prioritizing uh, you know things in our life and me was pretty low on the list but after we did that activity i realized you know i should have been higher up there you know after Absolutely. god i should have been next and you know like you say then i could really do better for everybody Mm-hmm. And that was an eye-opener for me. I I would assume that you have more energy and you're a lot happier. Has has your loved ones, your immediate family, have they picked up on that? Have they made any comments, <laughs> any of them noticed? Oh, yeah. Uh, my husband comments all the time about, you know, the fact that I get out and do more things outside, working in the yard. You know, we go somewhere and I can walk his legs off and, you know, just <laughs> all sorts of things. Uh, you know, that I'm tremendously more active. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I run a daycare, so I chase five-year-old, uh, six-year-old kids, five and under all day. So it's amazing to me what I can do with them even now that I did not even do before. Well, you just you just told us, too, you have the patience of Job if you, if you <laughs> work in a daycare. So that helps you. That was, a, that was a character attribute that you already have. So that mm-hmm. helps. Were there, were there ever issue? Were there uh, like my family, for example? My dad's side always lean and healthy. My mom's side, a lot of them, uh, they they dealt with the unintended consequences of being overweight. Is this mm-hmm. something that has mm-hmm. run in the family, or is this something that um, you know you're the only one in your family that dealt with? I mean, is it just a is it a family issue or non-family? Or just a Debbie issue? Well, I think it's probably more of a Debbie issue. I look at my brothers and uh, my parents, and they really don't have, you know, weight issues. My dad's diabetic, so um, mm-hmm. he had a little bit, but he controls it with his weight. But really, I think it was just more me. I let myself go. Yeah. Well, you corrected it. I'm going to tell you again, mm-hmm. you're looking good. <laughs> did, did you suffer... At, did the uh, being overweight cause you to suffer with any health related issues such as you just mentioned your dad diabetes? Yeah. You, were it, you on any medications? Did. Yeah, I was on high blood pressure okay. medicine for years and um also had back pain, couldn't, you know, stand to stand up for long periods of time. Um, you know, borderline diabetic was really getting bad. The doctor was really getting after me. And uh, actually uh, was able to get off all medicines after four months. You come, so you come, wait a minute now. You come off all because listen, I'm talking to these folks on Facebook Live. We didn't script this out, other than I give you a list of potential questions, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. So I didn't know she was going to say that. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. But but he, li, listen to Facebook Live. She said four months. Is that right, mm-hmm. Debbie? Four months. It, it is correct. Uh-huh. Now, here's where I get fired up because you did that, okay? You came off those medications in four months. I came off all my medications after four months doing the program. 
What do you mm-hmm. think's holding people back? I don't know. That was motivation enough for me. I told my husband, and I encouraged him to do it. I said, "Listen, I want to be medicine free. If I can go a day without having to take a you know prescription pill, <laughs> that's what I yeah. want to do." So. Well, and the prescriptions are they're they're prescribed if they should be at all. They're prescribed to alleviate symptoms while you modify your behaviors. The, the mm-hmm. prescriptions are not meant to go on and be a lifelong thing, but people do because they don't modify their behaviors. And you did it. You did it. Yep. Congratulations. Sure well, thank you. Were you were you at, were you a stress eater? Did you eat due to stress? Was that a, was no. that ever a fact <laughs> problem? No, I I think I honestly just ate because I love food. You love food. like the taste of it. I like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just, uh, you know, portion control and just grabbing that food on the go. When I had so many things running around, you didn't have time to sit down and eat right. Yeah, absolutely. Did you have any particular vices like mine? I tell people all the time, when it comes to real food, biscuits and gravy. When it comes to sweets, peanut butter cake, red, red velvet cake. Did you have any vices? Chocolate, well, I have to I have to say, for me, probably different than most people. Sweets are not my thing. I could do without them, so that was never an issue. But you give me some good old Southern cooking, <laughs> fried food. I loved it, cooked it. You know, um, that's just the way I was raised and the way I ate, and it didn't bother me a bit. And just you know, take out food that I, you know it's really not good for you. Um, that was really it for me. Yeah. Good old home cooking. Mm-hmm. Just ate too much of it, huh? Yeah, just didn't know when to push it back. Did in your journey did you find board replacements? Uh, are there particular specific recipes that were approved that you found yourself doing over and over? For example, mine is unstuffed cabbage rolls. I could live off those crock pot. Uh, crock pot pizza to mm-hmm. die for roast mm-hmm. did you have anything in particular that you found yourself doing repetitively that really worked out for you well, I, I've tried recipes and I like several and I will go to some every once in a while but uh, I really stuck to just the categories of food uh, and I when I first started I just locked on to the fast process uh, fast yeah. weight loss just for the fact that I thought, you know, this is easy to me. I really grasped this, and I think I can do it successfully. And that's just the way I went. So, you know, I did use some boys. I loved your challenges that you would do. Uh, I'd jump into those, you know, 100% and done ex- exceptionally well with them and uh, things, you know. But uh, the, I love the recipes. They're a good resource, and I like uh, fixing them, you know, and, and showing my family that, you know, you can eat good and still, you know, have great things and it tastes good. So, but they're good for uh, a lot of people like to do that. I'm just curious, what was your, do you remember, do you recall, I noticed you did a lot of different challenges. Did Do you recall what your favorite challenge was? I'm just curious for me. <laughs> um, let's see. Um the one the first one we did it was a fifteen day fourteen day challenge. I think it was uh, Jack Island where we did. The, did you like Jack? We had to. Yeah, I like that. I can you know sit down, and pick what I'm supposed to eat off what you gave us, and the challenge of doing it. I mean, I think I lost fifteen pounds that challenge. In two weeks. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow, that's great. Did you ever, during your journey, you know, and I know you see it, and you probably shake your head like I do, but you also remember going through it. Do you remember weeks, you just talked about you lost 15 of 80 in two weeks, but certainly there were plateaus. No no one goes that long and doesn't hit a, an occasional plateau. Did you, Do you recall hitting plateaus? How did you get through the plateau mentally? I mean, how, how did you navigate through weeks where you didn't have extreme weight loss? Well, I, I didn't let myself get down if I didn't have uh, big numbers. As long as I was losing something, even if it was a pound, I was happy with that. Um, I did get to a point where I was, I'd was i lost like 57 pounds, and I actually had my first panic attack with, I was, it was crazy. I started, you know, just being hungry and uh, having dreams about Burger King Whoppers. I mean, it just terrified me. I thought, what is wrong with me? <laughs> because I made it that Whoppers? far about Whoppers from Burger King. I thought, why? <laughs> and I had talked to my mentor about it. I said, what's wrong with me? <laughs> And, uh, you know, and that was my first big uh, first big time for me that I really felt like I, you know, wasn't, you know, I was falling out of what I should have been, should be doing. And, uh, but wow. luckily I overcame that and uh, moved on. But, um, you know, there was good weeks and bad weeks. I mean, I knew I wasn't going to lose 15 pounds every two weeks and uh, just stuck with it and kept doing what I should do. And it just all worked out. Well, I'll make you feel better. You dreamed about Whoppers, but I have literally dreamed about being in a bathtub with cheese dip and Mexican cheese dip and chips floating around in the bathtub while I'm in the bathtub. But anyway, so I guess we all go go through that. Laura Jane McKee is watching right now. Laura Jane, and she asked, do you remember what, what was the toughest challenge? I'm not sure if she's talking about like a, a jack challenge or if she's talking about what was your toughest challenge in losing the weight? But I'm sure either either answer will help out. Well, I'm a little different than most people. I kind of just, you know, put my head down and just went at it. And, you know, and I, I approached it as a lifestyle. And so, you know, mentally I've just ingrained it all in my head and this is the way I live from this point. I guess the hardest things for me was if I went out with family. Uh, sometimes they'd choose places, you know, I couldn't eat, but I wasn't ashamed to take along a protein shake or something and sit there and eat while they did their thing. Um, I just never let other influences uh, overtake my uh, determination to do what I needed. Yeah, awesome, awesome. You had mentioned that you had to talk to your mentor about, uh, your dreams about a <laughs> did you did you utilize one of the mentor did you utilize a mentor if so who did you utilize tell us about your experience with your mentor well Tyler was my mentor when I started and uh, we uh, got to get along real well have been come real close and found out that I grew up with his father so it's been a real fun experience getting acquainted with him but uh, he's always been supportive, always, you know, keeping the upbeat and, you know, answering any questions I had and helped me out when I need it. And, uh, you know, and as my mentors have changed, I had Lisa 
ward and then uh, you know everybody's just been so helpful I, I i've had people doing shibboleth that i know that you know have issues i'm like listen use those uh, resources because you know even i as well as i thought i was doing there's times i would talk to them and still learn something you never know too much and uh, that's what they're there for and i think they're tremendous help mm-hmm. and, and i appreciate that and you know one of the things with what we do we really feel like it's a ministry first and foremost so you know you have folks that can pull up side us and help us in the ministry for a while and then they have to move on things like that mm-hmm. so sometimes the assigned mentor changes but what I tell people is the only reason we assign a mentor is we, we so care about our people. We want them to have a point of contact if they exactly. need help. But we feel exactly. like our entire team is one mentor. We're all here to help. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? I do. I truly do. Good. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, other people. There's other people struggling. Mm-hmm. If there was one piece of advice that you would give to others that are struggling, what would it be? Well, I'd say, you know, I have found personally Shibboleth is the easiest uh, lifestyle weight loss program I have found. Uh, if you're struggling, just recommit yourself and do everything that you can to be successful. Use those resources, attend classes, journal every day. That's my, oh, I love journal. Go to Mm -hmm. grocery store tours, all of them. You know, learn all you can. Make yourself, you know, engrossed in this plan and, and, you know, feel like it's your life. And you just, Mm -hmm. eventually, you just do it without thinking. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it just becomes a habit. Mm -hmm. It does. If you heard my preface to this time with you, but I had mentioned all the things that you had to do to get a Shibboleth badge. And I think those things you've done repetitively and consistently, it it causes you to forge some great habits. I bet you feel like I feel, even though you've not been doing as long as I have, even Mm -hmm. if I have a holiday or two, I can't wait to get back to my lifestyle because I don't feel good when I'm not eating this way. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Do you feel exactly. that way? If you have to, if I, you have two or three holidays, do you feel bad? Oh, I do. I even hated holidays when I was losing weight because I just felt so horrible. I did learn that I felt like my body needed it occasionally, though I shouldn't just deny myself. But at the same time, I did feel bad and feel guilty. But now, if I have one and I, I can, you know, it's like you know your body so well that you say, well, i got to get back, and you know what to do, and you do it, and you feel better. So. Yes, yes. Um, another great question just come up online. Melanie McClarty asks, what was your favorite breakfast? She says, I'm always in a hurry, so breakfast is tough. So what's your favorite breakfast? Well, my favorite here lately I have been doing about every day. I, I fell in love with one egg and three turkey bacon. And it one don't take egg, that long to fix. Mm-hmm. One egg, three, tur- three turkey bacon. Turkey? Is there a I'm using the, the Fit and Active. I'm using Fit and Active from Aldi. Aha, uh-huh. that's a good one. Aldi Fit and Active. Now, mm-hmm. do you use mm-hmm. cooking spray? Do you use MCT oil? What do you use? I just use cooking spray. Cooking good. spray. 
Awesome job. One egg and three strips of bacon. That's awesome. Any other breakfast that you that you like? Um, You've done in Yeah, in the beginning I do I'd make myself like the muffins and um I love just egg whites. I love egg white omelet. Throw some spinach in it and, you know, put a little sauce on it. You know, just uh you know, quick things that you can just fix in two or three minutes or easy. So Awesome. Awesome. And Buddy said he likes sausage muffin. That's that's a good one, too. Mm-hmm. Any other questions for Debbie? Uh, and Debbie, while they're sitting there thinking about other questions, is there anything on your heart that you'd like to share with them? Any any good story, bad story, funny story, anything at all you'd like to share? Yeah, I'll share. Um, you know, I, when I lost weight, I never really thought about the end, you know, like what it would be like when I got to my goal. I was just uh-huh. doing what I needed to do. So about one, two weeks from the in December before I met my goal weight, uh, actually met it on December 31st, uh, I went shopping for some jeans. And I had never tried to see what size I'd got down to or anything. So I'm at JCPenney's in Chattanooga, and I take the, all these sizes in there because I'm not sure what I am. I went from a 16, so I thought, well, I'm going to start with 12. And I just had to keep going down and going down. And I ended up wearing a size 6. And I literally well, sat in that changing room and cried because it just took me right then and there to realize what I had done. Wow. Wow. So that was that was a big epiphany moment for me. Gosh. Susan Davenport just said, wow, a 16 to a 6. And yes. just to just to summarize what Debbie just said, in case you couldn't hear, because I think it's that's and I can feel her tearing up through the uh, <laughs> broadcast, because the body changes faster than the mind changes mm-hmm. in that. I remember what you're saying, losing weight, not realizing how much I had lost and thinking, well, I bet I can get in a pair of 38s now. And you you put them on and like falling off. And then you're, you decide it and it's just, it's a real epiphany, you know, that mm-hmm. I really accomplished something here. Yeah. And I know Man, the people all- there probably thought I was crazy, but <laughs> I didn't really care. It was a good moment. That's awesome. awesome. Has there been other people that's watched your? You, I mean, you've lit. I can't. I just. I don't know how else to say it. And it's probably a stupid guy thing, guy statement to make. But you, in my opinion, you you have not only lost a lot of weight. Those pictures just blow my mind. You have lost twenty years. You look twenty years younger. So I know because of my experience, lots of people have wanted to know, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Have there been mm-hmm. other people that have watched your new zeal and passion for life and they've come along and that they began to lose weight? Yes. I, you know, I run a daycare, like I said, and I've had uh, several of my parents uh, try Shibola and, and some have been very successful. And um, usually if I'm out even wearing my Shavola shirt, people will stop me 
and talk to me. And, you know, I try to share uh, as much as I can, even when I go to the gym and work out, um, you know, they talk about me there, about how I've shaped up and got tone and lean and, you know, and I'll talk to them about Shibola and try to send them out there because, you know, they're all suffering the way I felt like I suffered and I try my best to just pass it on. So, you awesome. know, people are seeing that it does work. Yeah, and I don't think there's anything greater. You know, the Bible says there's no greater love can we have than this, that we lay our own life down for our brothers and sisters. And you, we always think of extreme sacrifice when we think about that. But it also means laying the, uh, I'll just say it like the Bible would say it, laying the lust of our own flesh to the side and and living life in a way that's an example to others on how to live, and that's what you're doing. And I'm so proud to be connected and acquainted with you in even a small way. I think you're amazing, and uh, I'm just so glad you're a part of this, Debbie. Thank you for all that you're doing, have done, uh, and I know will continue to do for your family, for your community. God bless you. Is there anything else you'd like to share before we go today? Well, just one other thing that touches my heart. I've sat in class and heard other people say, uh, just to clarify, I'm 52 years old, and I've heard many people worry that at their age, whatever it was, that they could or could not do this and get their life back. I'm here to tell you, you can. Age don't matter. I like that, and it doesn't. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. I know you and I both, being around Shibola for this long, uh, we've both seen folks in their 60s, their 70s mm-hmm. come along, and all they needed was the tools. They still got the grit. They still got the drive. They just needed the tools in order to be able to do this. They get the tools, and they do it too. It's quite exactly. amazing. And I thank you tremendously, uh, Travis, for touching my life with this program. You, you are a tremendous um, example for everybody. And you're not all just a salesman. You truly live in it, and and I bless you for that. Well, thank you. That that means that means a lot. Means a lot. And I appreciate you coming on the show today. I'm going to send you a gift. I don't have much to give people, <laughs> but I'm going to send you a gift for, for coming on. And we just appreciate you. We love you. If there's ever anything I can do to help you, please let me know. I will. And thank you for having me. Thank you, Debbie. Thanks for your time. God bless you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, y'all. Y'all heard her. That was Debbie. First first person that's ever, through our website, through our Internet program, the first person that's ever earned a Shibboleth Master Badge all by herself, not been given one by me for doing uh, being a mentor or anything like that. She earned it. She's the first one that earned it. And if everybody would just do what Debbie has done, they would experience the same type of results Debbie has. And our lives, when we live this program in front of, it's it's not like it was 30, 40 years ago. We're living in front of two-thirds of our countrymen and women are dealing with obesity. Two-thirds are dealing with being overweight, obese, or morbidly obese. They're hurting. And by living a life of health, wellness, and happiness in front of our country, men and women, in front of our world, 
We can help people physically. We can help them mentally. We can help them spiritually. And I'm asking all of you to come alongside Debbie. Come alongside me, and let's help our world and never cease to bless the name of the Lord in our own weak way. You know, I love you guys. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate you, Delano. Debbie, if you're still listening, Delano says, thank you for sharing your heart with us. They're all very thankful for you coming on today. God bless you. Susan says, I'm 61 and have lost 29 pounds. How about a, a round of applause for Susan? Isn't that great? Isn't that fantastic? Pump out some hearts for Susan. Isn't that great? Six. I thought it scrolled up, but I think she says 61 and has lost 29 pounds. Way to go. That's awesome. Amazing. God bless every one of you. Appreciate y'all. Y'all be careful tonight. It's dinner time in New Harley. We call that supper time. Got to watch out for that old diet devil. Stay perfect. Stay true. Draw your line in the sand. Get through the weekend, too. We love you guys. We love you. See you later.